spiritual slang like God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Or won't he do it? Because <laughs> you know he really will. Hey. Hello. Welcome to Spiritual Slang. I'm the host, Chanel. This is my podcast. I wonder if I did that in the last episode, actually, because doing it in like on video, it's so more, so much more different than doing it over audio. And I used to always do that. This is my podcast. Anyways, so welcome back. Today we have a very special personal episode because it is one that I had to get really vulnerable in order to like write it out. Um, it's about a struggle that I have personally battled with basically I think my entire life for sure. Um, And then in certain moments of my life, it's been worse than others. And I feel like where I'm sitting at now, it's still one of those things that pops up, but it's something that I feel like I have the most control over now. Um, Not the most, I won't say the most, but I have somewhat of a control over now. And so it makes um, it a little bit easier. But so today's episode is called My Mind Versus Me. And the reason I named it that was very intentional because the word versus basically just means like against. And for so long, I felt like my mind was working against me instead of for me. Um, And it's so crazy because you think like your mind, it's in your body, it's in your head, like everything should be in alignment with you and doing how running how you want it to run and be in favor of you. But sometimes your mind has a mind of its own. (laughs) Um, And so I felt like I wanted to kind of bring to light like a lot of the dark moments that have been in my head because I feel like there's so many other people that have the same thing um, where they're just battling in their head. And And it's like one of those things, too, that sometimes you don't even know like that a person's battling with like mind things in their or like mental health and stuff like that in their head because it's not something that always shows externally or physically. And so you can have so much going on in your life and feel look so happy and joyful and everything like that but then like your mind in your head is like telling you you're not enough or you're not pretty enough or this person that you're talking to isn't paying attention to you or whatever the case may be and so it's one of those things that's like a battle in like a hidden place it's a battle in a in the dark um it's like (laughs) i felt like it was like i wrote this out and i was like it's like your dirty little secret sometimes because it and sometimes like you never want to say what's actually going on in your head too because it sounds crazy when you say it out loud. A lot of the things that I've like said out loud when they were thoughts, once I've said them out loud, I've been like, that doesn't even make sense. Or I've been like ashamed of it. Or um, it's just like, it sounds dumb when you say it out loud. So a lot of times it's just the things that are happening behind the scenes. It's like hidden. And so I wanted to, as I said, bring to light those type of issues just to hopefully uh, be encouragement to those that like, deal with that as well Um, and I hope that it also makes you feel seen and reminds you that even in dark moments there is light and that you don't have to always be thinking that way um, and that you're not the only one going through something as well. So that's what today's episode is going to be on and to get started I kind of want to give a little bit of like color and background of what it's like to be in my head so don't judge me. (laughs) So I'm gonna say yeah so I'm just gonna like kind of just like talk about things that I've thought about 
so many different times and so many different moments. And while I was like just living regular life, going to work, being social, all those things. And so one of the things that it feels like to be in my head is it feels like someone is constantly critiquing you. And it's technically yourself constantly critiquing you, but it almost feels like it's just like a separate person in your head constantly talking to you and critiquing you. And it would be things that were so mean sometimes. Like even when I was thinking about it earlier, I was like, dang, I was so mean to myself. I even like shed a tear because I was, I felt so bad um, for me because some of the things were just like, you're not enough. That person's going to leave you. You're not smart enough. You're not creative enough. You don't make sense. Like you should have done better. You could have done better. Why do you look like that? Why, why do you sound like that? Yeah. So there were just so many thoughts that were basically a lot of times always leading up to you're not enough. Um, and there was some things that came before it, creative enough, smart enough, all those things. And then there were even thoughts that like, you're never going to get there. You're never going to make it like no one cares, all those things. And I think I've even talked about like the no one's cares ones, like on, um, when I was talking about this podcast, like even in moments, it's always a battle with this podcast because, it's a mind battle, you know, like if I struggle in the, if I struggle in my head and I'm constantly in my head, you bet your bottom dollar that this podcast is one of the things that like I struggle with in my head where the enemy will kind of just like tell me lies about it, um, that I shouldn't do it, that no one cares, all these things. And every time he's proven wrong, but that doesn't mean that they don't still pop up. And I'll even say like, even in preparing for this specific episode, I felt like I was battling in my mind up into the point of getting ready driving over here there were so many things that were like trying to take me off the course because they didn't want me to put this out they as an enemy <laughs> those are the type of things that like the enemy wants you to keep in the dark that the enemy doesn't want you to talk about they want you to like he wants you to struggle in the side in your silence because then it can continue to build on and like become this whole web of lies that that you live in that are not even true. So that was one thing like it felt like to be in my head where there was someone constantly critiquing you. Another thing was I felt like I had decision paralysis a lot because I was constantly like trying to figure out if I was making the right decision or if I was making the wrong move or whatever. And I was constantly like, what's the right decision? And if I make this decision and it's wrong, am I going to be off the course? Am I going to be out of God's will? Am I going to Am I like never going to get to where I'm supposed to get to? And it's and then it like makes you not even want to make any decisions or move on things that you're meant to move on because you're too afraid. And so it made me like fearful in a sense to like make the wrong move when in reality, like wherever we whatever move we make, like God gives us wisdom to make decisions and whatever decision we make, even if it is not the right decision, like he'll reroute you. I remember my friend once said, like, you're never too far out of God's will for him him to like bring you back and so um and you have to give yourself grace to make the wrong decisions as well uh because we're not perfect you know we don't always hear it right we don't always know exactly what to do and all those things another thing that like it felt like to be in my head was that i felt like i was constantly um having to prove myself to myself, like prove my value to myself. And sometimes I would link it to other people, like I was trying to prove my value to others, which I was in some senses, but I think at the end of the day, and I think I'm just like thinking of this right now, I think it was really me trying to prove to myself 
Because if you think about it, like if I was constantly struggling with like, you're not enough, you're not enough, you're not enough. And then on the other hand, I was constantly trying to prove that I was. And so it was just like this whole loop of things. And so it felt like constantly trying to prove myself, my value to myself. And what that looked like a lot of the times was like being overproductive. Like I couldn't just sit and not be productive because then I would have the thoughts come in like you're going to lose everything you have because you're not doing something in this moment or like you can't rest because you should be doing even extra work or whatever. And so I was always like in fearful, like, am I going to get fired or am I going to lose everything I have because I'm just taking an, a day, like an easy day, like taking a rest day. I just constantly lived in like this overproductive state that ended up being like really unhealthy for me, just um, balance wise and life wise and being completely happy and content because you just feel like you're working yourself to the ground. Another key like element of like what it felt like to be in my head was that it was just like my mind was constantly on and never stopped. And so I felt like I couldn't be present in moments. In conversations, I couldn't be present. In experiences, I couldn't be present because I was always worried about how I was portraying myself, what I was saying, what the other person was thinking or the group was thinking or whatever the case may be. I was just like consistently living in my head where like present moments just weren't, they weren't as enjoyable as they could have been for the simple fact that I was living in my head. Um, and then it just became a time loss. I felt like it was so consuming being in my head that I lost so much time and if you just think about like not being present like you're missing out on moments you're missing out on happy moments joyous moments that like you may never get in your life again and so I just it was like a time warp or like a time suction and time is like the most important thing we have really like we can't get time back and so if we're sitting here like living in our head worried about all these lies that are going on in our head and believing them then it's like we lose so much time on like valuable things like also who cares but that's easier said than done because I still have random thoughts that try to take me out but I will say like the turning point in like getting control over my mind and learning how to check it was I would ask myself these exact questions sometimes and I'd be like am I always going to think like this like am I always going to be in my head am I always going to like be overthinking or worried about something or fearful about something or whatever. And when I first started asking myself those questions, it was like, I didn't really have an answer to them because I felt like I was going to always be like that. And so I never really answered them when I was asking myself those, or I was just like, I would just think like, dang, that would kind of suck if it was always like this, or um, maybe I'll just like learn to live with it or something like those were like the type of thoughts that kind of came after I asked myself those questions. But there was one specific moment where, um, I don't even know if I can really pinpoint it, but I just know it got so exhausting and tiring. I went into like a really bad spiral with my thoughts and that wasn't like the first time I've ever done that, but that was the first time where I felt like, wow, this is really exhausting and I literally cannot live like this. Like I can't live in my head thinking the worst possible thing all the time. And then it changes your whole mood. It changes how you interact with people. It changes how you show up in specific spaces that you're called to. You know, you're not showing up in your best full self. And like, I also realized like I couldn't be all that God called me to be if I allowed my mind to really control me. And it's like the mind, your mind has to work for you. You don't work for your mind. But I, I felt like I was working for my mind for so long. And I was like kind of just going with whatever 
it said. And so if I wasn't feeling like if it went in a spiral and it changed my mood, then it changed my mood and I would just not do things or whatever. But now I'm like, no. I also want to point out that in order to change your mind, you have to want it. So like when I first started asking myself those questions, I don't think I want, I didn't answer them and I didn't because I kind of thought like it would always be like that. But also I wasn't, I don't think I really wanted to change it that much. Like I didn't like it, but I was like, whatever, I'll live with it, you know? But when I had that moment where it really got exhausting and I was like, okay, I can't live like this. Like it's it's gonna affect relationships, friendships, all those things because I'm not showing up as my best self in experiences and in situations or at my job even. So um, that's when I was like, okay, I really have to, I really have to do this. And it, and it becomes like a decision where you have to like say no to your mind. Also, you have to like want it really badly, I'll say, because it's so easy for a thought to be infiltrated in your mind. It's like, it takes like a millisecond. I made that up. But like, it's, it's so quickly for, a thought can so quickly pop in your mind just from anything. Like someone could do something to you, say something to you, you could, something can look a certain way on you or whatever. And it's like 10 times harder to get that mind, that thought out of your head once it's planted in. And so that's why you have to like really make a decision that your mind, like you're not going to allow your mind to control you because like it's going to, there's going to be thoughts that continue to pop in your head, but it's going to take work to continue to take them out or to not allow them to like flourish. Once I made the decision to not allow my mind to control me like the main thing mantra realization that I had was that like your mind should serve you and not hurt you um and if you really think about like all the thoughts that go in your head that are bad and and like talking down on you or talking about you or whatever are all lies so it's like I feel like it's really about like changing your perspective a lot of the times and and replacing bad thoughts with like good thoughts. So if there's a bad thought that comes in, that's like you're not enough. And it's like a good thought is like you're more than enough. But also if there's a thought that comes in like, oh, you should have done better. It's like turn that into change your perspective on it. And it's like, OK, maybe you could have done better, but this could also just be a learning moment. Right. Doesn't mean you have to stay like this. Like you'll know better for next time. And it's I think it also ties into perfectionism, too, because you want to be perfect at everything. And um, and you're not like no one is perfect. Everyone is human. So I also have to constantly remind myself those things when like I have thoughts that pop in my head that like you could have done better or you could have said that better or you should have known better. And one of the things that helped me really was like when a thought popped up, I would always be like, would God talk to me like this? And if it wasn't God talking to me like this, if the answer was no, because obviously he wouldn't talk down on us or talk about us badly or anything like that. He's more of a comforter, like a father figure that way. Um, so if anything wasn't God talking about me, then it wasn't true, according to me. And if that wasn't God, then it must have been either the enemy or myself, because like it can also be our own thoughts and not really the enemy. Um, and then that. So anytime I realized that, OK, it wasn't God and it's not truth and that was a lie, then it had to be let go of. And so that's when I would like cut out the lies and like let them go. But sometimes they're a little like they're a little heavy to push out <laughs> like it's like it gets hard to like I'm like imagining like when you're trying to shut the door but the, there's a person on the other side of the door like pushing it back and you're like trying to push it closed um but you just have to like keep pushing it out and like letting it go because thoughts are like seeds and so they need to be cut off right away because if they're not they're like seeds and once they're planted in your head um they've 
flourish. Seeds can be bad as well. Like bad thoughts can be seeds. And if you let them flourish and don't like get to the root of it right away, then it'll produce like bad fruit. It'll grow into a bad plant. And then it'll have all these like little other things because it's just growing and building lies in your head. And we start to believe those lies. And so it's almost something that you start to live with, like I'm this way. Or so if the lie was like, I'm not enough, it's like a belief you actually start to believe truly. And then everything according to your life is affected because you are constantly trying to prove yourself. Um, but I also do want to say that I think there's sometimes there's a space in certain things, not if a thought pops up that you're not enough or, or something like that, but like there is a space for it's like to understand why you're having specific thoughts. And when that happens and when I feel like there's a thought that keeps popping up, that's what I'll say. If like the thought keeps popping up, then there's like a time for you to be like, okay, the only way out is through, right? And the only way to get rid of it is to go through it for me. And so when I feel like a thought is keep popping up for like three days in a row, I'm like, all right, Lord, what is this? And so then I start to sit in it because uh, I remind myself like the only way out is through and I just sit in it and I try to figure out where it's coming from. Like, is it from a bad plant that's already like flourished in me or is it because like something else? And so I try to just like sit in it and figure it out in order to not continue to have that for it to not continue to grow and for it not to be like like a, something that's just constantly going to be there or like a part of my life basically and when you actually sit in a thought that is a lie or that you keep having that isn't serving you you learn more about it obviously where it's coming from but then you also have to like kind of change your perspective on it for example if I have a thought that said like I could have done better or something like that. Like use that as like a learning moment. I try to use that as a learning moment. So if in my workplace, when I feel like sometimes I'll have like thoughts like could I have done better or like could I have said it better or could I have been more clear and stuff like that. And instead of allowing it to like eat me up inside and make me feel like I'm going to get fired or make me have imposter syndrome and all those things, I try to like just sit in it for a second and be like, let this just be a learning lesson. Like now you know for the next time. And so it's like kind of changing your perspective about what that thought is doing. Another example is like when you, if you make a mistake, um, I feel like anytime I've made mistakes because I've dealt with perfectionism, I've always taken it to the extremes. It's like, I should not have made a mistake. Now no one's gonna think I'm perfect. Now it's like that perfect persona that I've created in my head is affected. And it's like, when you have that perfect persona created and it becomes affected, then it starts to like really affect you. And with mistakes, that was something that I had to like kind of be okay with making. Like it still was like tough to swallow sometimes. Um, Cause I'm like, it's like hard to, it's hard to swallow for me, just being transparent. But um, <laughs> when I make mistakes now, I'm like, I have to remind myself that I'm only human, that I'm literally not perfect. Like I have to tell myself that because of that persona that I've created. And so it's like, you're only human. And it's like, just because I made a mistake doesn't mean that my friends are going to leave me. It doesn't mean that like someone I'm with is going to leave me. It doesn't mean like my job is going to fire me or anything like that. The last thing that I'll say just about like changing perspective that has really helped me is letting things flow. You know, like life happens. Life is going to happen. Like it's going to do its thing. Not everything needs to be a big deal. Not everything needs to have, you know, like this dramatic thing, um, dramatic like explosion in your head about like something that's going on. Like it's just life. And so I've learned to allow things just to let things just like flow through me. And what I mean is like, if someone says something, 
to me. And I feel like maybe like previously I would have like maybe overanalyzed it and been like, are they saying this to say to think this? Or are they saying this because they think this of me or whatever? Um, but now I feel like I'll just like let it th- let it flow through me because at the end of the day, it's going to work out how it needs to work out. Right. Like it's going to whatever is supposed to happen, it's going to happen, especially like if someone says something to you and you don't know how they meant it. Like it's good to like kind of assume the best in people, I feel like. And instead of assuming the worst, and I always would assume the worst in any situation, especially if someone says something to me, I'm like, did they mean it like this? Did they mean it like that? And then it's like you build this whole lie in your head about them, about how they meant it. And then you ask them about it. And it's like, it's never like that. And so allowing things to flow through you more often, especially if they're like little things, um, because if you're an overthinker and you're overanalyzer, even little things you'll overanalyze. So like being very self-aware of maybe like what you're supposed to be learning in a moment, what you're supposed to be doing in a moment. And so if I was supposed to be, for example, like working on spiritual slang, all of a sudden I'm like being attacked with thoughts. And so it's kind of like being like, why is this thought here? Like, is there something I'm supposed to be like focusing on? Is there something that I'm supposed to be doing? Like, why am I all of a sudden thinking about this? Um, and when you like recognize that and you call a spade for a spade, it's easier to also let it go. Like if you recognize that a thought could be just a distraction. And one of the biggest things that also helped me just get better with like my mind control and like mind control, that sounds like it's a power, but um, but with like helping me with like how to help my mind serve me and not hurt me, I'll say is like talking it out for sure. Being able to talk it out with friends, of course, because once you say it out loud, it just sounds like you're crazy. And you're like, wait, that's not even true. I don't even believe that. And especially therapy. So I have a therapist and I always talk to him about my thoughts and I always talk to him about things that I'm feeling or like going on in my head. And I remember talking um, to him about a specific situation. And I remember thinking, saying like, um, I was mentioning the thought that I had mentioned earlier of how it feels to be in my head, where it's like, um, I'm like, I, I think I said something about like being fearful of being left or being forgotten or something like that to my therapist and he literally said I call him doc doc said um (laughs) he said what why do you think you're you're forgettable and then I answered and was like I don't actually think I'm forgettable forgettable because I think that like I'm a good person and I think I have this this and that but I don't know why that thought pops up but even just like that simple interaction like helped me to not allow like people are going to forget you or they're going to like leave you behind or whatever, not allowing my abandonment issues or whatever to like come up in friendships or relationships. Because when I said it out loud and I answered him, I was like, I don't actually think I'm a forgettable though. So why am I even, I don't know why I have that thought. And that's how you know it's a lie. Cause like once you say it out loud and talk it out, you also realize like what's lie and what's truth. Um, because once I said it out loud, like I was saying the truth to him, it's, it's my therapist. Um, and I didn't believe that. And so talking it out for sure really helps too because you're like, oh, that doesn't even sound right. That doesn't sound like it's me. That doesn't sound like that would be factual. With thoughts and everything, um, let the process be the process. It is good. Process is going to process. Like there's going to be a process in anything you do, whether it's a job, whether it's a creative project. And especially when it comes to kind of changing the way your mind works, renewing your mind, um, there's going to be a process to it. So it's so important to like give yourself grace and be okay that it's not going to 
just like happen overnight. Be okay that it's gonna, you're gonna have to continue to work on. And even after you've worked on it for months, there might be moments where thoughts still pop up. Like, as I said earlier, I was having thoughts this morning, like what I was like trying to get ready for this and stuff. Like it was resistance, you know, but I was still like able to push through. Um, and so even now too, I remember when I was talking to my friend recently and I had mentioned that she was like, how are you? And I was like, I've been in the trenches. And this is like a couple of weeks ago. And then she was like, what do you mean by the trenches? And sometimes I don't know how to answer that when I say that to people, because it's like the only way I can explain it is like being in the trenches. But what I mean by that is that like this past week, I've been super in my head and I felt like I lost the battle to it. And like it was one of the weeks that were like just not as good. Like I was in my head every day. I was thinking about different things. I wasn't balance like I was letting basically my mind win and control me even though I've already done so much work on it like there are moments or weeks where like I feel like I've been in the trenches because I lost the battle to it basically and so but like I don't ever like I don't feel like I sit in it for long anymore or I don't allow it to like keep me down or anything like that because it's a process right like this this is life like I don't know if it'll be something I always have to deal with, but it's like one of the things that just gets better and better and better. And as you get further and further, it becomes easier and easier. Um, and I'll also say that like in the process, there will be moments where you notice like changes in yourself. And my therapist also actually told me this before, but he, I was saying like, oh, I was telling him about a really good week I was having. And I was like, it's been a really good week. I feel like I've been way more present. I've been way more peaceful, all those things. And he had suggested like taking note of those moments. And I included that like in my notes for this episode, because it is important to take note of moments where you, I was, where you're like, wow, I was really present in that conversation or I was really present in this day, or I feel really at peace and not like, um, bullied by my mind and it's important to take note of those because there will be moments where you might not feel like that but it's like they're like encouraging reminders that you could get back to the space of being at peace that like it's not always going to be like you're in your mind it's not always going to be like this is going to be the struggle forever um and so just take note of those moments where you feel peace where you feel like you've been present where you feel like it's been a great week or and you're not like living in your head um, just to be like an altar you go back to, like in the church we say, <laughs> in the church we say build an altar where things like where you feel like God met you. Um, and that's just to keep you going and like be like a glass of water every time you're like in the darkness. And the final, final, final thing I'll say is this scripture, which I read, um, I think I read it a few days ago and I, I don't remember. Oh, I, I do remember why I read it because I was looking up scriptures about um, light and like what light meant and darkness, because when you live in your head, it's, it's a lot of darkness. Like it's it's just like it's like you're in like a room that's dark with four walls. That's what it feels like with a bunch of like things swirling around that are all like lies and things, whatever. Um, you know how it is. But I was looking up what light and darkness meant. And there was a scripture by Micah 7, 8, and it basically said like, it had another part, but this is the part that stuck out to me the most, which was basically like, let the Lord be your light in darkness. And when I read that, I was like, dang, sometimes we don't 
even need to like really do the work, you know, like we just have to like look to God. Like if we just allow God's character or what we know about God and his character and his love to be the light in our dark moments, then that'll just help us to like be still and, and hold on until like it passes. Let the Lord be your light in the darkness or like just look for the light in the darkness. Take control of your mind. It should serve you and not hurt you. Thank you so much for listening to Spiritual Slang. That is a wrap on the episode. Um, So I'm just going to end it the way I end every episode, obviously. And I don't know why I have to say that every episode. But um, I'll say, look for the light in the darkness. Whatever the light is to you, family, friends, the Lord, look for the light in the darkness or past things that have helped you. Whenever you fall, get back up. Don't be afraid to fall. Like you'll be able to get back up for sure. Um, Even when it's just thoughts, you know, if you fall back into the old habits of thoughts, just climb back out of the tunnel. And then the last thing is stay prayed up. Thank you for listening.